my thing. I want to get into it, man, you know. Like a, like a sex machine, man. Moving, doing it, you know. Can I count it off? One, two, three, four. Get up, get on up. Get up, get on up. Stay on the scene. Get on up, like a sex machine. Get on up. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929 The Game.com. It's Sam and Greg. Yep, we're here again. We got us on Saturday and on Sunday. Oh, yeah. We say to you, good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a special good morning. You find people in Tucker. Uh, in Tucker? In Tucker. Oh, man. In Tucker. I saw some of them folks Friday night. How were they? They were great. Yeah. Well, I would imagine they are all they the time, a, right? They had a quarterback that's 6'9". <laughs> oh, so you saw the program out there. You can talk about that. That's right. You did come in here yesterday morning and talk about what you saw the night before. Yeah, the quarterback is 6'9". <laughs> now, hang on a second. It's Let's no joke. Now, he's a, he's a very big fellow. Wow. Okay. Now, is that – did he look like – did he play like a quarterback? He played like a quarterback. I mean, he played like he played wherever he wanted to play. At exactly. Nine. He could go wherever he wants. You know, who's going to tell him, you know. Uh, but, but yeah. But, but you know, it's a, it's a scrimmage game. What in the – uh, it was them playing uh, St. Pius, and um, it was just a scrimmage just to get ready, tuned up with the season. It was nice to get out there and get the feel for it, get the vibe for it, and, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. So just saw saw folks from Tucker Friday night. I was at a wedding Friday night. Okay. Yeah. And, and, and I'm, okay, I'm glad you brought that up because we really didn't have this plan, but we were talking about it before the show, and one of the people I met at this wedding was a – an extended family member, put it that way. Okay. And he is no longer – I talked about him before because he, no, he was a cop locally okay. here okay. and then became a, de- a detective and then retired. And he was telling me – actually, he's doing security for some of these projects, these movie projects. Okay. And All right. I told you he got hired. Some of these folks getting hired to be security. They're usually retired law enforcement. Mm-hmm. They sit out there in their car, and they're making well over – I want to choose my words here. About fifty bucks an hour. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, about fifty that. bucks an hour, doing that. So anyway, we were just catching up, and I was telling him about the show. And one of the things that we do are the want ads, and that we've had different municipalities tell us about the needs. You know, countywide, citywide, whatever it for is. First respond for first responders. Yeah. And he had mentioned to me that he and he gave me a name of a guy. I didn't want to bring his name out yet because I haven't spoken to him. Okay, but folks that want to be. Detectives, well, just say law enforcement, mm-hmm. first and foremost. Mm-hmm. In Cobb County, there is a need. So yeah. you go to their website first, but he was going to put us in touch with a guy who would actually come on and talk about, you know, the training that will eventually make you a, a detective. Well, I'm sure they're talking about the training, the requirements, everything, uh, any type of testing that's needed, but also about benefits and, and, and packages because th- there really is competition among the different areas and the different, you know, divisions of, uh, of the um, first responders to lure people and sweeten the deal. So that's happening around the area. All over it's the very, place. This very person, competitive. Very competitive. They're paying over there? We're going to leave here and go over there. Well, that's not good for the folks that are leaving. But, yes, you're right. It is. It's very, very competitive. Anyway, just getting started here. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And I want to tell you right now, right off the rip, I want to th- acknowledge my upbringing. In Chicago, 
because it absolutely helped this morning. Absolutely helped. And, and I don't want to say this tongue-in-cheek because there may be some folks out there still coming in on I-20 yep. from the west side. And there is nothing that makes you just kind of take a deep breath and, and, and cuss and spit in your car when you see a bank of headlight, uh, taillights in front of you. Yep. Now, it's one thing if they're going slow. You see them in front of you, and they're going slow. It's another one when you see them in front of you, and it stops. Yep, it's a parking lot. That's what I saw this morning. Oof. But I remembered my I remembered my training. <laughs> I remember I remembered my training, and it can't it doesn't always work here in, in Atlanta, because I grew up in a city that was a grid. So you knew if the interstate was messed up. I've told this story before. Coming in from the west side of Chicago, coming in on the Eisenhower Expressway, if it was messed up on the express, which a lot of times it was, but if you were going to like say a Bulls game, if you were going just even into the city, right. You could get on, jump off there, either go over Lake Street, south a little bit, or excuse me, north a little bit. You can even go as far as Roosevelt Road and take that all the way in. Roosevelt's south of the interstate. Uh, Lake Street is a little north. I'm sorry, I messed that up, though. But there's Madison, there's Washington. All those streets, you will get off, and you could ride that all the way to downtown. Right. So I see a bank of taillights right after MLK this morning. And, I mean, it stopped. So right the MLK coming in on twenty. Twenty. So you next up, you you right there at West End. That's exactly what I was getting to. Yeah. So I got a partner that lives over there, right? In fact, I'll I'll tell you who he is. You've seen the golden uh, golden Corral commercial lately, where there's two guys and the guy's like, if you had one thing to eat, what would it be? And the guy and, and his friend says buffet, and the other guy says, well, I'm not sure if that's really a food item. Anyway, the the black dude in that commercial is my friend. Okay. And and he's an actor here locally. Um, I've seen him in a number of things. You've seen you yeah. you've seen him. He's been on the show. Yeah, he he he, he stays busy. <laughs> and his name is Patrick. Okay, he's in a, he's in a project called Emergency. The other dude is Jesse Malinowski, who runs Get Seen Studios, which has been on the show yeah. ad nauseum. Patrick lives over in that area, so I jumped off. Now the question is, and I'm not going to answer it. <laughs> I told you it was past MLK. Somehow I got back on the exit to where MLK is. How I got there, that's not important. But I, I, I got back to where the exit is. Okay, And there were a lot of other very industrious people who knew how to do that, okay. that, were, that were doing it too. But the first thing you see, you see a bank of lights. If you can, the best thing you can do is get over to the right-hand lane. Yep. You don't want to stay in the left-hand lane. You can get to the right-hand lane because, mm-hmm. A, you don't know if there's an exit coming up. And if you just passed one, it may be easier for you to... Back up. You ain't supposed to do that, but no, no, I'm, no, no. you know, no, don't do that. They should be smooth about it. And so I got off and weaved through West End and ended up on Donnell Hall, uh, uh, Holloway and came in. But mm-hmm. it was a whole lot of, you know, one finger turning here, down this street, round the corner, <laughs> and found my way because I could still be sitting there. And for those of you who are coming <laughs> in on I 20, and if you are sitting there, God bless you. But I have no idea what happened. But it was a bank of taillights. And I was like, I can't sit here for this. Sam be doing the first three segments by himself. So I made sure I got I got it right and, and came on in here. Anyway, how was your ride in? <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, you, how was you, yours? That's just it, though. I mean, everything was, was fine riding in this morning, except for, you know, we're trying to shake off 
uh, trying to shake off what happened with the Braves yesterday. That yeah, was, they, was, you know, now you, now you, why you, you know going to bring mean? that up? Because that's what's happening, <laughs> what man. What do you think we're doing a sports show? Happening. Yeah, we are yeah, doing a sports yeah. show, and man, we'll get into it more in the next segment and obviously talk about it some more uh, this morning. And you find yourself in a position now where you got to try to salvage a game, anything you can get. The best they can do is, is, is leave this series being down just one with yeah. a win today. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's not good. Could I be wrong about that Scherzer dude? You, you got a future in the major Oof, leagues? Just maybe. <laughs> oh, just God. maybe. Just maybe. He can yeah. he can get he can get tagged. And again, I still stand by that. And and again, nobody won a ring in August. We said that before. Yeah. All right. And so we have more chances at these guys. This this series, okay, didn't work out the way you want it going up there. But just keep beating the teams you're supposed to beat, and you're gonna get more chances at these dudes. Yeah. Free, I don't know. Free last night went after one and 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 whacked his head. Oh, we, going we had after that, that, and he's you know some uh, some infield errors. Oh, there was some. There was some. You know, yeah, that's the other thing. Dansby too. had a few, we, and, and we, we talked about Austin had a couple or one. Yeah, we talked about how airtight that infield has been, and boy, even that when, when that was happening, I said, okay, yeah, it's just one of them days. Yeah, it's one of them days was happening because our, the, the Braves infield has been so good. And, uh, you know, last night just some, you know, little dribblers, a little slow-rolling ball, mm-hmm. and, oh, my goodness, you throw it all over the place. So hopefully we can get one back today And uh, because we got DeGrom. He's, he's, he's back But today. you don't know. That's the thing. Scherzer has been Scherzer the last couple um, starts, but I'm not saying you see cracks in the armor, but, listen, a veteran hitter will know when – a Cy Young winner doesn't have his usual stuff. Scherzer, it seems like the last couple times he's been out, he's had it. Yeah. And once you get past the third inning, if he gets into a, a, a rhythm, God bless you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you just yeah. do your best yeah. up there, he's right? He's one of those guys, if you're going to hit him, you got to hit him early. You got to get him early, and you got to rattle him a little bit, and then he gets upset, and then he he actually becomes his worst enemy because he's, he's, he's wound so tight. Yeah. And if he gives up some knucklehead stuff right away – yeah, that that's your chance. Yeah. But yesterday, it just looked like it was it was varsity against JV. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna get into that, and also we're gonna get into some good news from over at Mercedes Benz Stadium, Atlanta United, with a dramatic, dramatic uh, win in stoppage time. Uh, we're gonna hear that call and then hear from uh, the victorious locker room afterwards. And uh, they needed that win. They they needed. They oh, had the one nothing. It ended up being tied one one, and I was like, man, you're gonna have to settle for one point here, and. Um, in dramatic fashion, they get that uh, Goodman comes through with the goal. I mean, quite a goal. I mean, he struck it and, you know, curved in just right into the goal. And crowd of about 68,000, I think, yesterday. Did he bend uh, it like Beckham? Is that what you're saying? Came close. Bend it came like close. Beckham. He, he, put it in, he put it right in the right spot. And uh, 2-1, the final score, Atlanta United with a win. We will talk about that a little bit later on. And you're going to hear from uh, hear from him for the uh, our hero who scored the winning goal. Speaking of Atlanta United, whether it's Atlanta United, whether it's the Hawks, whether it's the Falcons, along with the music and the news, you can hear all the calls, all those games, and all of that other stuff on the Odyssey app. So be sure to check it out. It's all there. It's all there. I don't know what I'm doing here. Uh, anyway, we're just getting started on this Sunday morning. We can't thank you enough for making us a part of your Sunday morning. We're going to be talking more Braves. we got Falcons training camp conversation and a few guests we're going to tell you about that. that is all coming up next. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929 The Game.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Be careful out there on I 20.
Sports Radio 929thegame929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg. Man, look at that. I just looked up at TV and they got them boat. Would you like to do that? And I'll tell everybody what we're talking about here. No, just about powerboat racing. Um, <sighs> when I lived and worked in Augusta, there was a series that made an annual stop on the Savannah River in Augusta. And it was a lot of fun. I'd like. Matter of fact, they would you had, want to be in one of them though? Oh uh, yeah, it, it would be cool. Matter of fact, I, I was in one once. They had media got in one. We didn't get in one that went that fast. That's what but, I'm talking about. But, going. but they had some. They had some that we got out there and did a little race in, and um, you know, I did all right. Didn't win, but no, you know, I got out there and did what I do. And it know. looks like fun, but man, all you need is one kind of wave to hit. Oh one yeah, of them wave hit that thing, and it'll, you're it'll, airborne for yeah. a couple counties. Yep, that's that, that's uh, that's the thing. But but it's a pretty cool ride. It, it really was. It looks like, you know, this this is, this is, this is, I ain't really that scared of a lot of things like that, but that's just one of those, it's the unforeseen element that, and I've seen them when they go airborne, they hit something. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. these speedboats, I don't know, but it looks cool as you know what. Um, so anyway, Sam and Greg, big, sports. Big, big rooster tail. Yeah. What they call it, that big water pond. That's nice. <laughs> Yeah. Greg Sports. No, you're right. Sports Radio 929 the game. 929thegame.com. That's one of and them dudes ain't sitting down either. They're standing up. No, they're sitting there. There's where I've seen them in some of these speedboats, yeah. and but it they, looks they, like they're, they're standing. Oh, these guys are sitting. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, they are. Oh, but okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I ain't, yeah. I ain't on those. I want to go in the minor leagues of those. <laughs> the, the minor league. Yeah, the ones that don't go over, you know, into three digits as far as speed. <laughs> but the ones that get about Sixty. You know what though? And you say that, but you know how fast that feels on the water. Okay, forty. Yeah, I'm <laughs> saying that. that the, you, you're I best know, on the wa- on the water. That's moving, dude. I spent I spent all them you know four years cruising. Yeah, that's going nice it. and slow. You know, what and I, mean? I like a speedboat. I'm, I'm I'm the one you know going out to Tahoe there when I cover that event. I'll get that boat and go out there for a day and speed. But that, <laughs> no, I'm, I don't know. That's one of those sporting. Is that more of a sport or a competition? Would you say? I think it's a sport. You call it a sport? sport? Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's I mean, it, 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 you you have a crew that works with you. It's not as like, and we're going to get into NASCAR later on today, where that crew can make or break it for you when you have to come in and stop and get things adjusted. That, that kind of just happens at the beginning or at the end here. So this. you you call it a sport, which means the people that are driving those those boats are athletes. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. I never argue about that because mm-hmm. listen, it's mm-hmm. an, an opinion. We can get into the whole golf yeah, thing yeah, people, or yeah. this and that. So nah. it's. Jockeys too. That's you sport. Have to do. First of all, you got to be in shape. Not just anybody can fit in one of them. That's things. true. That's true. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> go on and let you know we got Dustin Long. You're talking about some of the people, the things we're going to be talking about. We do want to talk show. about that because we got a car um, that's uh, sponsored and painted up for LeBron James. Oh, that's, that's right. That's running today up at Michigan. No, you're saying it wrong. Okay. Michigan. Michigan. That's where you're supposed to say it because that's where that is. Uh, Brooklyn, Michigan. Never been there. Yeah, so that's, so where, that's where, where where on the mitten is it? That's a good question. It's up north. It's, it's north of the north of Detroit. That's but, what they but, say. But 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 it's but it's it's always been a big deal race because the automakers Absolutely. are right down the road and they get to come and see it firsthand. And as now that the Detroit automakers are there, the Toyotas, <laughs> the Toyotas got all the top spots. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll get into that with Dustin too when we talk to him. Yeah, he's going to be coming up at uh, seven twenty. Yeah, got Eric's role coming up uh, later on in the seven o'clock hour, uh, making his first visit on the show. 
Mm-hmm. You know them, you love them, you can't live without them, as they say. Miles Garrett. Mm-hmm. Miles from Fox 5, he's going to join us. We're going to talk Falcons training camp and just talk to Miles. And Miles and I are kindred spirits because not only do we have this little avenue that we occupy where we talk sports, he on TV, me uh, here with you on radio, but we met um, on a movie set. Okay. And he was a reporter, and I was an anchor for this project that's coming out called Fantasy Football. Okay. Where the coach of the team is an ex-Falcon. And the Falcons are you. I don't know how they did it. Obviously, they have a they have a relationship with the NFL because you just can't do that. You know that. Right. You've got to right. have a relationship with them. But then I had forgotten the names that are in this project contributing, you know, Buck and, and Aikman, Al okay. Michaels, okay. a number of big people. Mm-hmm. And like I said, the coach of the team is a former Falcon who's in the Hall of Fame. Okay. So this is where I met Miles. And Miles is going to join us in the 8 o'clock hour. And Corey McCartney going to join us in 9 o'clock hour. Of course, you know Corey from not only the show, but he does From the Diamond here with Grant McCauley. And we got to ask him, oh, so what, what happened yesterday? What these Braves? What happened was, and one of the games. Okay, you throw your hands up in the air and say, "All right, we get it, Matt Scherzer." But to be swept in a doubleheader, knowing how important this series was, <sighs> it's maddening. But that's baseball, right? You just, you just from day to day, from game to game, you got 162 of them. Yeah, and you got to put one loss behind you. But when it's two like this, and you're in a race. That one, eh, the steak didn't taste as good last night for them dudes when they didn't. went out. No, it didn't. It really didn't. And that's the thing. You want to know, you, you're hoping there's no lingering after effects from this um, because, um, you know, the Braves now five and a half back. And you were hoping going into this weekend there was a chance to match you, you know, if you go in and handle your business and win four out of five or win, you know, three out of five, you get to tighten up that lead, uh, chase and, and reel the Mets in a little bit. Sure, other teams can do it for you, but it's nothing like doing it for yourself when it's head-to-head and your competition is right there in front of you. And right now, it's not a good look. They're going to try to salvage uh, the game coming up today. You know, uh, Strider's been he's been impressive, you know, uh, as a rookie. He's going up against Jacob DeGrom. And you, you wonder, you know. Man, this is the one you're waiting for. Though. You know what I mean? This if, is the if, one. If you're a rookie um, and having success the way he is, and now you're going to get matched up against a guy who's one of the stars, you know, of, of the league. And, you, you you know, he's grown up watching him. You know, he's grown up watching this guy. And, and he wants to go out and, and pitch against him and be impressive. Um, and he knows a lot of eyes will be on it, first of all, because the Mets are division leaders and you're in right. New York. But everybody wants to see what DeGrom looks like. And he's coming out of all times against the Braves. You – and they did that on purpose. Oh yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. do. But just like, just like you said, we need to do with Scherzer. You got to hit him early. Yep. You got to go out and do something early to get some base runners on. I mean, I, I mean, even if Michael Harris come up and, and bunt, just just to get on first exactly. base, exactly, and get yeah. on first base and, and and take that lead and see what he does. Um, to give him some different situations and scenarios. You, if it means going small ball today to do that. You just you have to have this game today. I just believe as you get ready to leave town, you're gonna to have a day to think about it tomorrow. Then you got the games in Boston. Sam and Greg Sports Radio, 929 the game, 929 the game.com. While we're sitting here talking about baseball, I want to remind you about unwritten. Uh dive into the uh, history and culture of baseball's unwritten rule book with Unwritten, hosted by Ron Darling and Jimmy Rollins. You can download Unwritten on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Um got this- it. Go ahead. We, we, um, we had an injury last night too. Travis Darno, 
gets 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 hurt. And he, um, listen, you, you as much as you hate to hear that, and you see that play, yeah, he got spun around and turned upside down, and just this poor dude, he just seems to get beat up. I'm even by catcher standards more than usual. Playing hard, yeah. And by the way, I think that dude was still he was he was out. Yeah, I didn't see his toe touch the plate. I think he missed. I think his foot passed over it, but they gave it to him. You know. But you know, as as bad as that sounds, you know, you gotta like who's stepping in, right? <laughs> you right, know, it's, right. it's almost like, and this dude, uh, Contreras, one year contract. I hate to say it out loud, but he's playing for a big payday at the end of this season, and somebody's gonna give it to him. Yeah, because a a a, a, hitting, a young hitting catcher, the way he's an all star, excuse me. So, man, you hate losing him, but um, and hopefully the Braves will throw some money at him. But then you got to wonder what's going to happen with Darno. I don't know, but yeah, extra, uh, Dansby Swanson, the day he had, it just happens. You know, oh for five, got some fielding errors. It was like, listen, our show yesterday. <laughs> it is, sometimes the gremlin just gets into the system, right? Yep, yep. But what a time to do it. What a time to do it! A time when you really need everybody to show up. You need to have a, have a great performance and get and get at least one win of those two games yesterday. But to not get swept on both ends of them—that's just something the Braves did not need. You know, so we'll, we'll see what happens. Clean some things up defensively, and we haven't had to say that very much, especially about the infield, uh, to make a difference and get a win. But also get some timely hits. Uh, that's the other thing. I mean, the Mets have been able to get some runs early um, and just hang on. In the first game, they hung on. And uh, in the second game, you know, just, just you know, it was tough. It was tough to watch. All so around. they get the win today. They leave New York for at least for this series, one game down. All right. Then, as you said, you would like to get it done by yourself. But listen, we'll take somebody else stepping in and doing what we couldn't do during this series. Okay. But then you got to look at who they're going against next. Mets got Cincinnati. Yeah, <sighs> yeah, I ain't yeah. hanging my head on that. No. Yeah. And Philadelphia. Now Philly maybe. Philly maybe. Philly Philly's maybe. Philly, Philly's playing playing better baseball right now and you really want to watch them because the Braves have kind of put them in the rearview mirror, but there's still time. You know, we still got you know the rest of this month, we still got the month of September. There's still time for things to really shake out and really I just think we're going to come down the home stretch and and the, the month of September the games are going to be so crucial. Uh still think like the Braves have what it takes to pull it out, but you know, they just got to Get the right series and, and get it all going together again, like they had in the month of June. The and great, the, the great pitching, the timely hitting, right? Um, I mean, and that's the things they they need they need to get going again. The good news is, um, we ain't playing up there anymore. Okay, done playing up there. We're gonna play them in two more series, and they're both gonna be in Atlanta next to the last weekend of the year, last series of the year. They're up here end of September, beginning of October. But, you know, the next series, obviously, is here, too, coming up on the 15th. So you have that. But these guys, they listen, it ain't going to be an easy truck for them either because they still got the Dodgers to go through. In fact, the tail end of this homestand that they're on right now has them, again, Cincinnati, Philadelphia, okay, fine. And they take on um, the Braves. But they're on the road then with after they leave us is Philadelphia, and then they got to go take on the Yankees. So you're hoping that those teams can do some work for us. In the meantime, Atlanta's just got to do what they got to do as far as beating the teams they're supposed to. And so far, that's been the case throughout this season. But this is when it matters right now. Oh, yeah. And just like Darno, just 
you hope that you get a chance. I, I didn't hear how long he may be out or or whatever. He got dinged up. You think it's going to be something that's going to be long term? I don't. They, they they couldn't say for sure. Um, you know, I think they did an X ray of it. And they're probably going to examine it further today uh, and determine whether or not he'll be in the lineup. If he just needs to take a day or two off, so we'll see. Hopefully, it's no more than that. Uh, but but like you said. Uh, you do have someone who's ready to step into that position. Oh yeah, and uh, and the productivity should should uh, should continue. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio ninety two nine the game ninety two nine the game dot com on this seventh uh, day of August. Happy birthday, Matahari. Huh? Matahari. Uh-huh. I'm saying her last name wrong. Mata 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 Harry Harry. Hey hey. Matahari. Okay. Yeah, she was she was she was an exotic dancer and a spy. It was what you call somebody when they're you know sniffing around when they ain't supposed to be, or somebody rats you out. What are you, Matahari? You know, yeah, she's a f- and and she got arrested and she was she was taken care of, dealt with. She got dealt with. Dealt with. <laughs> she got dealt with. Wow. But yeah, she was a she was a famous spy for uh, for Germany mm. during the war. Mm. She got caught, and mm. next thing you know, mm. her name becomes a whatever. I don't know. I'm bad at English labeling and all that stuff. I want to remind you that next week we, meaning ninety two nine, the game are going to be all over Falcons training camp. Monday through, let me see, Monday through Wednesday, John and Hugh, mm-hmm. Steak and Sandra, Andy and Randy, all going to be broadcasting from Falcons training camp. I don't know what's happening Thursday, but they're all going to be out there Monday through Monday through Wednesday. Well, okay, Thursday. Well, Thursday, Thursday is, is, okay. is travel day. All right. Well. Thursday, you got to travel to Detroit this week. I'm waiting. That's what I'm saying. I'm waiting. Oh, you're waiting? I'm waiting because every time you mention be, that city, you got something to say. Because they're going to serve cold pumpkin pie. <laughs> Now they're gonna serve them cold pumpkin pie, will they? I, I bet they will. I'm, I, I bet I, they. I, they, ain't, they, I ain't diving down that that's rabbit what you hole get for you. Going, That's what you get for going to see the lions. Anyway. And, and what? And, if you go uh, to see the lions, you deserve some cold pumpkin pie. <laughs> and, and Monday through Wednesday, Dukes and Bell will be at Hooters, which Mister Crenshaw feels like. How they, what bet did they win? Because yeah. they get to go out there to Buford and be at a Hooters Monday through Wednesday, broadcasting live. I gotta ride through there. Yeah, it sounds like they're having too much fun. And they're not working. I want to go. <laughs> and Friday, Andy and Randy will be at Twin Peaks in Buckhead. They don't have to travel as far. Come again, on out and see us, folks. We are, we are, we are yeah. be all out and about. And speaking of Falcons training camp, we're going to talk a little Falcons training camp, give you some sound from some of the principals out there. That's up next. Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg on the seventh day of August. It's a Sunday morning. Morning, Georgia. I know I said it earlier. Morning. I'm just saying it again there. We gave you some 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 late Michael a little while ago. Yeah. Now we give you some early Michael. And we're doing that because with his brothers. Because our Because our, you mentioned cold pumpkin pie. Well, we're talking our, about Detroit. Because our football team is going to, to Motown this week. To play. We want to put a positive spin on the trip to Detroit instead yeah. of the way you do it because you just like make everybody just get a nasty taste in your mouth, no pun intended. What? <laughs> some, folks, some folks might like cold pumpkin pie. I do. But uh, after the done. day after it's in the refrigerator, man, no. you cut you a piece of pie. That's be- that and sweet potato pie, cold coming out the fridge. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah, cold and frozen. I ain't say frozen. Okay. I said coming out the refrigerator. Eric, Eric Slaughter, our producer, I'm bringing you in here. You got a problem with, you know, 
get. I mean, obviously tonight when you're having your celebration, you know, you have your pumpkin pie, you heat it up, you put your stuff on there. But if it sits in the refrigerator or you put it outside, maybe in the garage because you've got a bunch of other stuff inside and it sits there, is a cold piece of pie going to deter you from having it? Absolutely not. Thank not you. the first slice nor the second. There you go. That's my boy. And all you need is a – are you a Cool Whip or a whipped cream? I don't put nothing on top. I don't no, need to put anything on top. Do oh, come on. I mean, I said all your toppings. Yeah. I, well, I'm saying some people like that, and that's fine. Yeah. I mean, I don't yeah, – I, I don't mean, not want it. I just don't – I just don't I, do I'm it. a cool whip, yeah. man, cool whip Man myself. Okay. <laughs> cool, <laughs> Who are you cool, now? Whipped cream gets a little too sloppy. Okay. Cool Whip stays true. nice and firm. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, he's got a point there. He you don't want sloppy. It is true. I want that stuff all the way. And by the way, if you're wondering where this came from, uh, it is a it is a re- reoccurring theme oh, on no. this show. Anytime wow. the city of Detroit is mentioned, Mr. Crenshaw goes Not back to the Detroit, time. Mr. But Come the on, Lions. let me finish this. The Lions. He went up to Detroit to cover a Lions game. Yeah. And on it was Thanksgiving. over Thanksgiving. On of course, Thanksgiving. Young, you gonna let me get? And they were having good food back here, and I had to miss. The good food. Whose fault is that? Whose who's fault is that? Because they, because they, because of the NFL lets them. <laughs> NFL keeps letting them play on Thanksgiving Day. No, Why? how come you missed the food though? Because the NFL keeps letting the Lions play on Thanksgiving Day. No, I thought you meant like the the spread they put out. Did you get up there? All stadiums I, have have food for the for the oh media when they uh, work Yikes. on Thanksgiving. Yeah, it was so so. Well, that's on you, though. You just didn't like what they put out, but they Why did put food Why does Detroit out. have a game on Thanksgiving anyway? Well, we know the history of that. Why does Dallas? People feel the well, same way about Dallas the Cowboys. Dallas has been good. At least people will watch it. Who wants to watch Detroit? Are you kidding me? I would absolutely rather have watched it during the years when Calvin Johnson was there and absolutely when Barry Sanders was there. Okay. Okay, Barry Sanders was there. That was appointment okay. viewing. And then folks so, yes. don't include Matthew Stafford. Right. You, you watching them now? Now, you didn't say that. You didn't presently know. But before, yeah, that was a reason to watch on Thanksgiving. And it was your one chance a year, or at least when Barry Sanders put them in prime time. Oh, you you would see them more than Thanksgiving Day with right Sanders when, when Barry there. Sanders was there and right. when Calvin and and, yeah. and Matthew Stafford was there. But he went up there and <laughs> when he had to cover it, his pumpkin pie was cold, and he ain't gonna let nobody forget that. That's why it's a part of the show. Okay, nothing wrong with cold pumpkin pie. Don't yeah, sleep on that though. I, I, don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 the Game, 929thegame.com. All right, well, you want to hear some of the sound of what's going on out at Falcons Camp, which, by the way, we will have a presence at, as you just heard, all week long, one way or another. They leave on Thursday heading up to Detroit. But this week um, we have been talking about, you know, what the quarterback play will look like, what's going on with the running game, neither of which Arthur Smith is really ready to divulge any of his deep thoughts on where he's going, and especially – not worried about what's going on with the guys who are going to protect him, and that's that offensive line. I mean, you remember last year we thought we had our starting left guard, and, he, and Josh Andrews broke his hand the Wednesday. You know, it's just a fluid. You know, you get into a game, and a guy may go down in the second play of the game, and, and you got to have that. Obviously, you know, conventional wisdom. There is chemistry, but that's not reality in the NFL. And where we're at right now, we'll take it as long as we need and be fair about it. At some point, you know. Somebody will emerge, um, but I'm not really worried about the timeline. Not worried about the timeline. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I got a question for both of you guys. Go ahead. Are you guys sports superstitious? Yes. Why would he say that? Because he's got to say something. But you don't say, oh, we could have a guy go down on the second play of the game. You don't say that. I, you, you are jinxing yourself. Now, you if, so? if something no, happens. No, I, I feel what he's saying, but there's a difference between. 
speaking the reality, we all understand the reality of football. Anybody's career could end from play to play. So he's saying that in a way that there's no real reason. I mean, I get what you're saying, and I'm superstitious in some ways too. But you just got a problem with him blurting that out there the way he did, though, huh? In this I, particular situation, you're talking about somebody who doesn't know who his starter is going to be, much less who's backing him up. You talk about how's the depth. So fine, say that, right. but don't say, "Oh man, we could have an injury and have to change it up." Okay, now you're gonna get an injury. That, that's just that's <laughs> yeah, you think so. <laughs> so we now know that you are also superstitious. Oh, yeah, yeah, man, I tell okay. you, man, that's ooh. I'm like, man, I can't believe he said that. <laughs> you know what though? I think that's just to the degree things are with that position and trying and trying and trying to establish the offensive line. First of all, you 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 starters, much less your depth chart and who's going to be behind them, right? Um, you don't know how much there's a drop-off between what's been assembled there. I mean, they all look good when you're up there practicing, and really, especially before they really get into anything physical. Um, the thing is, you know, how, what happens now and what kind of evaluation comes after this game in Detroit Friday. I mean, you, you, you're going up against each other. You just put the pads on last Monday. You're going to go out and play a game. A lot of evaluation going to take place, and, but, and that's the thing. You, you got to see what you have. You got to see really what you have, have, but you really won't have it tested, road tested, because they're not going to put their first round guys out there for for the entire game. You're going to see some play, and you're going to yeah. get an idea yeah. of some things, but for the most part, it won't be till that second game when more of the starters will play. But there's this connection with some of the stuff that we've been talking about so far. We heard from Martha Smith yesterday talking about the running back position. He does. He's not ready to name, you know, who's going to be given more, you know, given given more handles back there. Yeah, it's too early. Well, all that's predicated on what's going on with this offensive line, correct? Absolutely. So, and then we all know that we're going to get Mariota, we're going to get Ritter as far as the quarterback play, and we know they're both going to play this year. When the rookie comes in and starts taking some snaps, remains to be seen. But we know we're going to see him. But again, depends on the offensive line. Offensive line determines it all. That's where it all begins. You talk about that as far as setting things up. you got two quarterbacks auditioning, trying to, to be the main starter for this team. you got a couple of new targets. Well, one target is brand new in Drake London and Kyle Pitts, uh, who's back for his second year at tight end. Uh, A.J. Terrell has been watching from the other side of the ball, and these are his thoughts on those two targets. It's been good, you know, just challenging both of them in practice, uh, just the defense giving them a good look and them giving us a good look. You know, just building chemistry and um, just competing. Just competing, and yeah. that, that's what's happening. And I think I think those two are very capable. Uh, the thing is, can you keep your quarterback upright long enough to get the ball to him? I think that's going to be the, the, the great thing, and, um, you know, we'll look and see. They're b- big targets, obviously, and, uh, you know, you still got to get things out. What we talked about starting up here, the offensive line, will they be able to get the job done to give the quarterback, whomever it is, Mariota or Ritter, the time. Here's my question. Yep. And this we have no inside information on this, but just you as a Falcon sports fan, how much do you want to see both of those guys up in Detroit, meaning Ritter and, and Mariota? Because they're both vying for it. Both of them basically are, you know, their, their first year playing this position for this team. Right. And 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 morphing themselves into a, a scheme that, while Arthur Smith was with Mariota a little bit, you know, in, in, in Tennessee, but still, it's all brand new right now. So he needs to get reps. So I'm asking you, how much do you want to see one first half, one second half? You want to see him rotate between quarters? How much do you want to see? Do you, you want to see a little Felipe Franks out there and see what he can do? Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. I mean, but, and we haven't seen him really doing much of that in camp. 
in camp he's been tight end. You might want to have him ready, that's, though. That's where he's been. Well, obviously, I think that's the, that's, that's the plan, um, you know, for him to be on on this team. He's going to be that person that could be that third, but also have another way to have him be productive. Um so we'll see that. We're probably going to see more of Ritter in this game coming up. We'll see some of Mariota probably. I'm thinking maybe the first quarter, I'm guessing. Um, we will see. Okay. There's a, lot, there's a lot to find out. There's a lot of investigating to do with this team. <laughs> there really is. There's a lot of things to be established. And, you know, you can't establish everything off one preseason game. But it is the time when the lights are on and it's live. And so you, you get a chance to see. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Speaking of Falcons, speaking of Atlanta United. Yeah. Or Atlanta Hawks. Yes. You can. Let me get my little notes in front of me because I don't Uh-oh, want to mess this up. You no, you can hear them. All the games, hmm. along with all the music and the news, all of that stuff that this city needs yep. right here on the Odyssey app. Yeah. I'll remind you about that. It is jam-packed. Right. It is jam-packed full of everything. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Let me ask you guys a question. Erica asked earlier about superstitions. Do you know, well, we kind of know, what these rookies go through to try to get a number when they make it to the league and what's behind it? So did you know that there was a story behind Desmond Ritter's number and and, and the one he has? Because they, they did. They talked to about 15 of the rookies and what they had to go through to try to get the number they wanted and, more importantly, how successful they were. So let's talk about our own rookie quarterback. Okay. Did you know this? Did you know? Uh, he had three choices, Desmond Ritter. He wanted his number that he you know, obviously wore at Cincinnati. He wanted to keep it sing- single digits. He wanted a nine that wasn't available. The numbers that were available, four, 13, or 16. All right? So <laughs> he tried to get number nine from linebacker Lorenzo Carter. I told you he wore it at Cincinnati. Right. Uh Sent him a direct message after the draft asking for the number, but it quickly was told, he was quickly told no. How fast? <laughs> the question then was, well, how fast was it shot down? It didn't even get to the compensation part of the conversation. <laughs> Ritter said he knew there was no financial figure there, um, but he didn't want to, you know, he still wanted to go through the process. Um, and plus Ritter said, I'm a frugal guy. You know, he's a daddy. There you go. He coming in here, got to watch his money. So I think the number, you know, he got, and by the way, that would be my number. If you were coming four? in, the, yeah, that would. I have two numbers that I I shoot for on okay. a regular basis. If I can't get fourteen, I get four. If I can't get four, I try for fourteen. Those are my two numbers. Those are the numbers I wore coming up when I played sports. Always like forty-two, for obvious reasons. You know, well, was was one is a person that you met on a, on an airplane? Flight. Oh, Paul Warfield. Yeah. You yeah. you you I you know I what's funny I couldn't there. remember his number yeah 42. but Paul Warfield yeah me too mm, okay yeah. Mm-hmm. that so it's not for Jackie it's for Paul that's the dude see now for me if I was football it would be I wore forty okay ah okay you see why okay no I I got I, there's a tape someplace in my house of my father filmed me playing pee wee football um, and then I think I played in two levels. But I was always a running back. Okay. And of course, in Chicago, you got to be that. Everybody tries to get that. Get Gale or Walter. Yep. And so I got Gale's number. There you go, man. You I go. didn't run like him, but I had his number. I had his number, but I had had number. His number man. Yeah, that was enough number. for me. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. I want to remind you coming up in the 7 o'clock hour, we're going to hear from Dustin Long from NBC. 
Uh, NASCAR is up in Michigan. And listen, there's a number of stories having to do with the dri- uh, the, the drivers, but the story going into this, Mr. Crenshaw brought it up earlier, is the car that you want to keep an eye out for. Yep. It's the 17 car uh, today is going to be all decked out for LeBron James Foundation. So that'll be something to see. And, uh, you know, we're also going to see Bubba Wallace is on the pole. He won the pole for this race. You know, since he's you know, since, 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 competition. Since, Jordan, since Jordan announced that he's had a new driver to come over to the team, he seems to have lit in the fire under <laughs> under this dude, man. And all of a sudden, he's running up front. He's finishing top five in races. He's now he's on the pole today. That's his version of punching Steve Kerr. In practice. <laughs> oh no, man. That's the way he does, man. He's uh, he gonna find he will find some 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 fuel from someplace to yeah. get under the skin of a teammate. Yeah. Yeah. Whether it's in business or he's actually on the court. Yeah. He will do that. So yeah, it's funny you said because you had you've been chronicling this since it happened. Yeah, every, keep bringing ever it up. since it happened, man. Bubba uh, got correct. Uh Michael Jordan <laughs> little, little fire there. Oh, we get into that, too. We're going to turn things over to Mr. Crenshaw up next. Let you know what's going on here locally. It is Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning. Thank you for letting us be a part of your Sunday morning. The 7th day of August, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app.